Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. Woo! Barry, look at you, huh? This is, this is not on YouTube, so again, so nobody can see what Barry's doing, but he is bobbing and weaving over there. Happy Barry. Barry just watched a game like an hour ago, so we've been waiting to do the podcast for Barry to get off of work, watch a game. Glad he didn't ruin it for you this time, Barry. No, I mean, sure, that he asshole. wouldn't. That asshole. He, he loves that doing it. I want to know nothing. Glandy. Dude, if I could go into a game that's delayed... Where I don't know what's going to happen, it's so much more enjoyable for me than like clues or if I know like a score at a certain point in the game and then like approaching that point in the game. I want to go in knowing nothing and I was able to achieve that (laughs) today and it was glorious. What game did he ruin for you? Two. Game two. Yeah. Why would like, you do that? He's to like, him? don't even Why? bother watching. Because it was the most miserable he's like, game, and he's worst, like all worried about. This is the worst it. basketball I've seen played. Don't even bother. Turn it off now. Like I'm not gonna watch a fucking playoff game the Knicks are in, blowout oh. or not. You, you gotta fucking watch. Come on. You know, but how does he know if you're even telling the truth? Like you've done that and you've been joking, and I couldn't believe that he was doing that to you. Oh. I was staying after it. That's why this but stuff. I, was like, I, I, I like, didn't wanna. I told everybody, I was like, look, my phone is going to be off from like 1 o'clock until 6.30. So you can't get in touch with me. All right, well, well what up, expanse? And what is up, Barry motherfucking D? I don't even what think is do up, this. Craig 3-1? Yes, 3-1. I was wrong about Nixon 4, but it's going to be Nixon fucking 5. Nixon 5! Good day, Jay. A.K. Good day Landers to you as well, Craig. <laughs> And please, subscribe to the one podcast that was more instrumental in this game for a victory than Julius Randle. How so? Right, Blandy? What? How so? Blandy, what were you doing the whole game? Okay, so let me lay this out for you. So uh, first half, <laughs> I'm sitting with my son, and or my youngest son, and uh, my wife was sitting downstairs with us. Uh, she's not into it at all, but she was down there. I mean, you know, we had that, that great lead. And then she went to do some stuff, and the lead started to go away. And then she wasn't there in the in the third. And then at one point, she's like, she's like, should I just sit down here with you guys again? And I was like, sit down, yes. And from that point on, they went on a run. So honestly, I I think it all has to do with my wife sitting in the in the chair in my basement. I don't think it has to do with anything else other than than that. When she was there, they were doing well. She left. They didn't do well. She came back, and they came away with the victory. <laughs> Jason, so. you're a smart man, mm-hmm. right? And yet you think the Knicks' entire universe revolves around what you're doing in your sorry-ass house watching them Doesn't play. Craig think the same thing? Yeah, Craig? not just yeah, what Blandy does. was doing. I was also instrumental. So shut your face, Barry. In game, what was it, game, <laughs> game three, I watched in my bedroom, which I never do. And I watched in one position the entire fucking game. I didn't move once. I was laying on my side, hand on my face, 
and one hand in my pants. <laughs> Jesus. Right? The whole game, I didn't fucking move. So did you mimic that today? So today, I was like, I don't really want to watch in my bedroom again. But I'm going to do the same positioning on my mm-hmm. couch in my living room. So I lay on my side, hand on my chin, hand in my pants. And my wife is like, what are you... <laughs> It's one o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm like, all right, I'm getting ready for the game. And I'm like unzipping my jeans. Or I'm un- no, I'm undoing my belt to my jeans. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I have to be in the same position I was the other day. So that starts off well, right? But then in the third, we fucking blow it. And that's when I was like, I got to go up to my room. I'm going up to the bedroom. I'm going to do the same position there. And we saw that's when you tweeted that out, right? That you were yeah, changing rooms. Yes, I changed rooms. Then I was in that position the rest of the way, and it was very much like game three. So you're welcome, everybody. Thanks yeah, to me and Blandy. Blandy, your wife is going to surgery this week. Yes, on Tuesday. And she's gonna have so trouble she, like walking around, but you're gonna make her do all this shit. It's right? Wednesday night, Still. she cannot watch the game in the be- in the basement. So I don't know what. If they're losing, you bring her into the fuck. You carry her into the basement. It's crazy because I watched I watched game three with both of the boys, and then today, (laughs) today I wanted them both to watch again, and the older one was like, "No, I have a math test to study for," and I was like, "I I don't give a shit." He's like, "But I I have to study for this." I said, "This is way more important. I I don't need to worry about your superstitions." So he didn't watch. So I was really pissed off to start the game, Uh, but luckily my wife came through, and you know we picked up the W. We're very thankful to her. All right, guys. Bet Online is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. You can get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's pro basketball, pro basketball playoffs. Bet Online is always your sports information headquarters this season. Who wrote that? As we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs basketball, MLB, NHL, hockey. Right to UFC and boxing. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options from your favorite casino and card games. No, and your favorite casino and card games. You can play right from your home. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use promo code BLEAV to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Barry, you Here said it. Here comes the money. Here we huh? go. Yeah, let's get that up. Here comes the money. The Knicks take a 3-1 series lead. We got slaughtered in game two. And since then, it's been fucking magical. So many wow. people came through on this team today in game four. But let's first, before we delve into it, let's hear how Ralph has been doing the past three games. Okay. By the way, Ralph, the first voicemail from Ralph, he states that he was a little confused at what we want from him. <laughs> so... We start off with that. Here's Ralph um, and Janie. Um, this is three minutes and 48 seconds? Oh, well, 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 yeah, I, I didn't realize that, but I guess he called a lot. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, at the last recording, y'all were indicating to me that uh, I was calling too much, so I tried to scale it down last time. But now it seems like you want us to call in more. <laughs> I guess I'll try to call in more this time, but... I gotta know what y'all want. This is Ralph and Janie. <laughs> Three minutes and forty seconds more. Game. They, Number two. They say that uh, we're too rough on them. We're gonna show them what rough is. Oh, that's rough. Up. Cleveland by three after one. It's a dog fight. Rough, rough, 
So in the second quarter, we're getting our asses kicked. We've got to mm. react. Down by 20 at halftime. Motherfuck. I hate it. Poor Ralph had to change his jersey three times as an elf. Five. Five. Knicks fans everywhere. You have. Getting in. Play. Old ones. Well, we lost and we lost bad. Hopefully this will make them angry. If it was a dog fight, it was a fight between a Great Dane, or no, a Rottweiler and a, and a Shih Tzu. <laughs> I'm a loser, baby, so why don't you kill me? This oh. is Ralph calling before the Knicks and Cavs game three, and it's my birthday, so oh. I hope we get a birthday happy win. Happy fucking birthday, Enjoy Ralph. the game, oh, I'm, fellas. I'm going to pause it right there, because I think Ralph deserves a happy birthday, not not over the... Should we sing? Mails, you want to sing to him? A nice, a nice happy birthday. Happy birthday. Ha- birthday. Happy birthday, Ralph. Yeah. Happy yeah, I hope the Knicks you. got you a win that day. All and right. if they did, well, we know they did. Yeah, we know they did. It's because of me. Because <laughs> I had my hand in my pants. That whole <laughs> All right. <laughs> go, New York. Go, New York. Go, York. Go. Go, York. Get me a game for my birthday. Woohoo, a win. Tied at the end of one. Knicks are playing at a faster pace, but they still haven't broken away from the Cavs. But they got some good fouls on them, so we'll see. Knicks by seven. Brunson in his game. And Barrett ain't doing bad today himself. 13-point Nick lead at the half. We're playing defense. Yeah. yeah. All right. The end of the third. 17-point Knicks lead. <laughs> Hopefully we'll win this game. Fingers crossed. And so far, I have only had one jersey on, and it's R.J. Barrett. Next win! Next win! Next win! There he is. Happy fucking birthday to me! <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Nick. Yay. Nice. Ralph and Janie here, waiting for the next start of Game Four at home against the Cavs. Need this win, man. We can. Put this game in cruise, this series in cruise control. Go next. Nick's taking it to the Cavs in the first quarter. Next by seven at the end of one. Did you see that Robinson put back? Oh, man. And then he made the free throw. Whoa. It's a dog fight. <laughs> R.J. Barrett has been fantastic for this game. My God. Way to go, R.J. Oh, Nick! Next win! Next win! Next win! Good thing Ralph changed his jersey. And then I changed it back to the same one. Hey. It was, uh, Randall. Randall Knox. Randall. (laughs) Anyway, have a good one. Brunson, RJ, Mitchell. Man, they were something else. My God. The Knicks are going to win this series and going on to the Next round. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. We'll probably face the Heat. Mm. And we have home court advantage over the Heat. All right. That's all. So glad we didn't play for Donovan Mitchell. It's our depth that's getting us these victories. (laughs) Ralph's going way past the game here. Look at that. Good for him. Wow. Guys, Julius Randle, six for his last 25 over the last two games. Mm -hmm. 18 points over two games. But thank God, R.J. Barrett has woken up. Barry, how good was fucking R.J. He was so in good. This game. Oh my God! Like halfway through this game, he was just feeling it. 
the way he was moving with the ball, making smart decisions. He wasn't just like zoned in. Like he was finishing all those shots that he was taking around the rim, but he was also looking for his teammates if it wasn't there. He was on another level. He's so zoned in. He's been a a breath of fresh air, Craig. Eight for 12 in game three for him. Nine for 18 in game four. 26 points. The way, like, it seems like every time they need a bus, a, a basket, I was saying a basket, a basket, <laughs> um, RJ would just drive to the lane, yeah. right? And actually score. Yeah. Well, it seems like, I mean, it seems like the Cavs are so concerned with Jalen Brunson that yeah. anytime they can throw two guys on him, they are. And it just opens up the floor for RJ, which is, you know, what he needs when he can do his thing and his thing is going to the basket. He still can't shoot from behind the arc. You know, it was, he had an 0 for, you know, 0 for 6 um, this game. Um, so, yeah, he's doing what works. The Knicks needed him to do it because, like you said, Randall isn't doing it. And neither is Quickly. And neither is Quickly, yep. Uh, I mean, Quickly's doing other things, so at least he's helping yeah. the, the team and he's playing with intensity. Um, quickly, even though he's not, doing what he was doing to end the season. I mean, in game three, he had 11 points, which was his biggest game yet. But he was plus 27 in that game, which led the entire team. And then today he was plus 11, which also led the team. So even though he's not scoring, he's playing great defensively. Yeah. He's moving the ball well. But going back to what you said about Jalen, yeah, I agree. They're fucking, the Cavs, he's like in their heads. And then he gets off to these fast starts and it seems like he just... Whatever he does offensively, he scores, right? Yeah, it doesn't and matter. All of a sudden, it, it doesn't Darius. matter how difficult the shot. I mean, it could be like a ten out of ten oh. difficulty, and he just makes it look easy. <laughs> yeah, he, he does. He, there's no nerves with him. He just comes out scoring right away. He gets them off to a good start, and then Garland's up on like full court pressing him yeah. the entire game. Then they're putting a Coro on him. Then they're putting Lavert on him. You're right. Everything's focused on him. And then RJ's like, I'm just going to fucking put my head down and go to the basket with my left hand. And and then what about Mitch? Oh, my God. Mitchell Mitch, Robinson, Mitch and Hardenstein. The two of them. Mitchell fucking Robinson has been so good. I mean, this, this game was so impressive. And, you know, the Cavs know that one of the keys to the game, you know, at least for their big men, is rebounding. And even knowing that, they still couldn't do anything. He had as many offensive rebounds as the entire Cavaliers team. Seven re- offensive rebounds for Mitchell Robinson. And as a team, and offensively, it was 17-7. to seven. It's been huge for the Knicks. We know how important the overall rebounds are. But then on the offensive end, to get extra possessions and extra shots was incredible. That putback that Ralph alluded to on his uh, voicemail, where he just like kind of smacked oh. the ball and banked it in. Yeah. And with the foul... He has been fucking awesome was and that a huge contributor. That, that was a putback. Put that was wasn't that the Brunson alley oop that that he just like slapped in off the backboard. Oh yes, you're right. You're right. That but was. Then I think he yeah, was yeah, talking yeah. about the Brunson miss, and then Robinson somehow slammed yes, it down with two it. hands. You're right. You're right. I, 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 I'm I'm confusing them because he had so many great <laughs> offensive plays. Yeah, and I mean he had that one one re- one offensive rebound on a free throw miss. That they oh, called that the foul they called on, foul? Oh, which was yeah. not a foul. It was which not was over not the back. Foul. Yeah, he went straight oh. up. It was a, it was a clear rebound that he, that should have counted. Yes, the referees don't even know what to do. Oh. Like how and it's speaking happened. of speaking of shit that happened that didn't count. RJ should have had a fucking three pointer that didn't count yeah, because Hart traveled. Hart, you mean? That but Hart did travel. Away. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> Poor RJ. 
<laughs> Dude, that OB3, like, it, remember when, was it the first or the in the second where the Knicks went up like 15? You're like, holy shit, this is just going to be just like the last game. It's going to be great. I think OB hit that three from way up. Yeah, there. yeah, deep, deep three. Yeah. And Obi's been... Obi's been, been solid, great. and he was getting yeah. boards. He was getting the boards today. Yeah, yeah, he was doing everything. Yeah, eight rebounds in twenty minutes for him, dude. Twenty minutes. Do you know the last time that Obi Toppin played twenty minutes in a game that Randall played? You have to go back to December third, which was a fateful game against Dallas. That that miserable last thirty seconds against Dallas. But that was the last time Obi's played twenty minutes in a game that Randall played. This doesn't happen. No. And kudos to Thibodeau. And- you know, for leaving him yeah. in there when things were going right for the Knicks and sitting Randall hurt or not hurt. Randall yeah, just didn't fucking have it. what an interesting lineup closing out the game there, you know, with Hartenstein out there and Toppin out there. It was, it was just not – it was not a look that we've really seen. No. It wasn't well, a game. Bl- Blandy, you asked me before the game, like, are you – or at us, are you getting nourished at Julius, right? Mm. Because he's not done yeah. anything yet. And this game is why I'm not nervous about Julius because in the past – like we trust Thibodeau more, I think. Like Thibodeau's Absolutely. making the right decisions, and he trusts some other guys. In the past, maybe last year or the year before, he would have just left Julius in there to right. just, and we'd be just drowning in how horrible Julius is. But here he left. Like Mitch was having a great game, and Julius. These are they're two different things. But Mitch was having a great game. Julius wasn't right. But in the, at the end of that, in that fourth, it was Obi and Hartenstein, yeah. who were part of this team leading us. Hartenstein's to victory an and Thibodeau did not want to fuck with it. <laughs> he left them in there, which is crazy. Yeah, he's been coaching really, really well throughout this uh, throughout this whole series up to this point. Um, you know, going back to Randall, I mean, I guess Randall is still hurt, right? and, and part of me hopes he's hurt only because if he's not, then what excuse does he have for the way that he's playing out there? He's the one Nick that was on the court in this game. Dad, it looked like he didn't even realize he was in a playoff game. You you would think he's got to be he's got to be. Yeah, hurt. because I mean, every other he has player, not been anything like. Yeah, every single other player that has stepped on the court in Nick's uniform has been playing with such a level of intensity every single possession and then you have Randall that it doesn't matter if he has the ball or if he doesn't have the ball, if he's on offense, if he's on defense, he's lallygagging around like like he doesn't know where he is. You're it's playing that he's, you're I knew I said I knew I fucked though. it up. I knew I fucked it up. You don't think he you think he's hurt? Yes. Or you're hoping he's hurt. Thibodeau, Thibodeau basically both. intimated that in the in the post game. Did yeah. he? What did he say? Um Do you have I'll it? Find that one. Yeah, I do. I mean he he was like it's one but, thing when Randall's killing you, not killing you, not doing anything offensively. But when he's like one of the weakest points on defense he, he yes. hasn't then it gets good. frustrating yes I, I feel bad because obviously two years ago he had that great season and then he and then he bombed in the playoffs against the hawks and he had such a good season again this year and then to see him struggle again it's like you don't want it to become a, a narrative where people are going to be giving him a hard time because he's 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 right. not playing well, well look you got a couple he, of things so bad a couple of things in his favor number one if they win the series ultimately it doesn't care and it's not going to be the top topic. It'll be one of the topics because he's your key guy. He's like one, yeah. you know, one number one or number two guy. Um, the second thing he has going for him is he's about to get into a new series, and with a new series comes, you know, the chance to redeem yourself yet again. He doesn't have to wait for next year. It's against a new team, and yeah. you, you know, and you know, I don't know if we're going to go against Miami or against Milwaukee, but if you do go against Miami, he's had success against Miami. 
You know, you, that's a great point, Barry. The longer we play, the more opportunity he has to bust out of this, where hopefully it's not like it was with Atlanta, where it's a quick in and out. Yeah, the, and in and out of sometimes the Sometimes a quick in and out could be good. <laughs> you know, but this, that's but like, good. give him, like, he obviously has to get comfortable. We know, we know he struggles a little bit under pressure. He's got to get comfortable. It's hard in this spotlight. I'm sure he's got something going on as well. So yeah, give him some time. Yeah. I'm not, I'm and not then, concerned. And then I'm put not it, concerned. you know, put it that way where give him some time. That just stresses more importance on getting a win in Cleveland because then your series is over. You don't know how long that series is going to go between Miami and Milwaukee. It's extra stress for him. So, I mean, that's even more of an emphasis on how important is getting that win. You know, a lot of players may not be thinking about it that way. Fans may not be thinking about that way, you know, because how hard is it going to be for Cleveland to beat the Knicks three games in a row for them to ultimately win the series? It's unlikely. Mm, No. You know, it's only happened in like three times in a round one before. Um, but yeah, the fact that they can actually close this thing out on Wednesday and then get all that extra rest for him is huge. They have to clip, Craig. They they in a sec. They have to they have to play Wednesday. It's Wednesday their next game. Yeah, we've all that rest. Yeah, they have to play the next game like it's do or die. I'm telling you, if if we lose that game, like you start getting nervous. Um. That's how I felt about today too. I felt like today was do or die. Well, yeah, again, it lose it, today. It ultimately no way resets win. the series, right? If they would have lost, yeah. play right. it, Blandy. What do you got? I think that's the part that a lot of guys probably wouldn't be playing i think that's the the part that leads me to believe that he's more hurt than than we think that he is yeah he, he and he said later on in the, in that presser that um you know he he really worked himself back to get back a lot faster a lot of guys wouldn't have come back as quickly as he did they would have taken the extra time to rest and you know he was just trying to say what it, you know the type of player the fighter he is but again it's become detrimental to them really you know when he's out there he, he's got to put up the intensity that everybody else is no, but but like we said, if Tibbs is willing to keep him out when he's not helping the team, uh, I'm sure he'll keep playing, and it's it's not going to hurt us as much, especially with Jalen and Josh Hart doing what they're doing. I mean, Josh Hart just fucking bleeds New York. He is guy. so important to this team. Oh, he's got that NY braid on the top of his head. Yeah, yeah very cool, very cool. And A throwback it makes you think of like Mason back in the day. With the stuff he used to do with the uh, with the haircuts. Yes, he is an enormous part of what's my, going on um, here. Yeah, and we say it every also, game. I feel like we say it every game. Apparently, he's a good-looking guy, too, according to my wife. Oh, so very handsome. That, yeah. that came out this just in as well. <laughs> Did you see that clip of Jalen after game three of Jalen talking to the media and Josh Hart is just eating popcorn watching him? The it's two like of them the are hysterical. When when <laughs> I thought that nobody can be closer to one another than Emmanuel Quickly and Obi Toppin, and here you have Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart, who like, I just love watching <laughs> the two of them. The way that they stare at each other, the way they bust each other's balls, the way that Jalen Brunson just oh. shakes his head whenever Josh Hart says anything, <laughs> the way Josh Hart just stares at him to try to get a response out of him. Every it's day, hysterical. Every game, it's something. I love that I mean, they always Josh put the Hart... two of them next to each other in the post yeah. games. 
A couple games ago, Josh Hart was wearing the Slam t-shirt yeah, of Brunson. Yeah. Then the next game, he's eating popcorn, just like watching him. Like, they're not going to ask me any questions here. This, like, Josh Hart's personality is fucking perfect. Oh, he's hysterical. Do you have, clip. um... Do you, they have do, the do, clip do, of him singing. Do you yeah. have that? Yes, I have that. I have him singing. Go ahead. That is the voice of an angel. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. Yeah, but but Brunson did not appreciate his 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 singing. You want me to play that clip from after? Good. Yeah, I didn't hear that one. And meanwhile, Brunson just had his head in his hand, shaking his head. <laughs> uh, this is, I mean, listen, he's been he's been great for us, but the only issue is though that that he's going to cost us a, a lot more money. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what the fuck I he mean, costs. How do you even put a price on that? For real, how do you put a price I mean, on that? You know, have you ever heard? No, oh, never mind. What were you saying? I was yeah, saying, like how do you put a price? On that? And and look, look what you're fucking paying Evan Fournier for what? I know, but that's unless you can move him. That's that's. I mean, they will. Think, move. What, they his, will move these guys. His contract is for him. his option is for thirteen million. There's no way he's. I mean, he's definitely going to get more than that. Well, what he's so. worth every fucking penny you pay. <laughs> he, he's worth whatever you pay him. He's not going to get a max deal. But if he's yesterday's dude, he's, price, he would not be doing what we're doing without today's price. Remember that. We would not be doing what we're doing without him. No, no, we definitely wouldn't. It's going to cost us though. I mean, it's a good thing. That's fine. You know, but. What's up with Grimes? Have they said when, like, how long he's going to be out for? He was wearing a shoulder sling. Shoulder contusion, So the weird right? thing is they said he was questionable for this game, and yet he didn't even dress. He didn't do warm-ups. You know, a lot of times they'll do warm-ups if, they're, if somebody's going to be questionable and see how yeah. they react. He didn't even do that, and he was wearing some type of sling, yeah. Was it dislocated? They said contusion. Yeah, they said a contusion. What is that? What's a contusion? A bruise? A bruise. You wear a sling for that? Usually not, you know, but sometimes... I mean, maybe he separated his shoulder and they had to pop it back in, like, right away? Maybe maybe that's what happened. You know, I once... When I had broken my collarbone a few years ago, they put me in a sling, and it wasn't really to stabilize anything. It was more so, like, people would be careful around me so that they would, like, just Mm -hmm. not bump into me type of thing. So maybe it's more of that. Maybe. Luckily, we didn't miss him today, you know? Deuce didn't play that much, but he hit a big three, played some good D. So, guys, I've never, have you ever been this excited <laughs> as a Knicks fan? Of course. 3-1 against Donovan Mitchell, the guy that we were supposed to get this offseason. And a lot of the players who, who helped beat him today were in, in those trade rumors all summer. RJ, Obi. I mean, this the script was written for Donovan Mitchell to come in here. He even said before the game, before game four, let him know. Let him know. A few hours. The Cavs, the Cavs fucking phrase for this season, I guess. For Craig, this is a this is a soft team. A soft Cleveland team. Now look, there are many valid arguments that the Cavaliers 
are a better team than the Knicks, that they've got more talent than the Knicks up front. You can make that argument, even though we're not seeing it in this series. But they are soft. And who would you rather go into battle with? This Knicks team and the grit and the fight that all these players have or that Cavs team? I mean, when you think about Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, they're big four guys. And you think about the personalities on these guys. They got great personalities. They're super likable guys. And they're super talented. But not one of those guys, would you say, is a warrior, is a fighter, is a dog? Not one of them. And yet, with the Knicks, the fight, the heart that these guys play with, it's on another level than this Cavs team. And it's ultimately going to be what wins this series for the Knicks. And the Knicks, mind you, aren't even... Pl- I don't even think we're playing that well. No, that's the not, whole thing. It's all about... playing our asses off. They're playing their asses score. off, Craig. You know? The, the, the scores of these games have been horrendous. Our three-point shooting is atrocious. Do you oh, know that... Um, go ahead. Hart shooting 55% from three... And then the next highest person is Obi at 30.8%. Yeah, this season... Nobody, nobody else is above 30% except for Hart and Obi. The Knicks That's have it. shot 35% from three this season. And meanwhile, these four games, they shot 27%, 24%, 30%, and then 27% in this game four. Yeah, the, the, the shooting has not been there. I mean, Brunson's shooting 28% from, from three. No, but these games, aside from the one game where we obviously got slaughtered, it just mm-hmm. feels like the Knicks just wear you down, right? Yeah. Like they, they fight for enough. every loose ball. They get so many rebounds. They get every rebound. They get every loose ball. They're getting steals. They're getting blocks. They're tough. They're physical. And yeah. just it feels like I don't, as a Knicks fan, you don't want to like admit this when you're watching the game because you're always like, oh, they're going to blow this lead. But like deep inside, I'm like, they can't. They're not going to lose this game. They're willing themselves. <laughs> you know? I mean, think about how many. Think about their free throw shooting today. The three point shooting was not good, and, and they still came away with like a, a big yeah. win. You're just like the only way the Cavs are going to win this game is if they fucking all of a sudden do what like Garland did in Game Two and just right. And they just start hitting every three lights or out, just hit yeah. everything. Yeah, but even, like otherwise, the Knicks are going to will their way yeah. to fucking win. Yeah, and, and again, not only are they did they not have it from the three point line. They didn't have it from the free throw line. They left 10 points oh, at the free throw God. line. So 18 for 28, 64% in this game. You know, they only won the game by nine. That could have been the difference. You know, but it wasn't. Oh, that was the next 18 other inting- for 28. That's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. It was we bad. were 61% like from the free throw line the last game. Yeah. We've been lucky that it hasn't bitten us in the ass yet. Mitchell Robinson, two for three today from the free throw line. I don't know how he hits any. <laughs> it's just a lot. It's just a right. line drive. How hard is it just to get like, an arc on the ball? Honestly, it's as if he like is, with one hand is like throwing it as hard as he can. Like like he's playing dodgeball, and it just has to go perfectly through in order to go it. It's. I saw a tweet from Cavs fans saying that when are they going to start doing like the hack a shack for Mitchell? Right. Right. He's so bad. Well, he doesn't touch the ball. I mean, yeah, he, he doesn't get it. That's enough. stupid. Do it. I challenge you to do that. <laughs> Mitchell probably start hitting him. That's the kind of guy he is. But he was so good. And yeah, like we said, Tibbs had no problem keeping him out. I mean, there was the right move. Hartenstein was playing so good with that group. Yeah. It's crazy because if you look at the box score, what did Hartenstein have? He had a point, right? But again, he's had so many games this year where his stat line looked blah. 
and yet you watch the game and he was so impactful. You know, so many key plays. Block on the dunk. Yeah, the give and goes, the passing here and there. And it's, and again, like all these little things, even if it's one play, two plays, it gets the crowd so amped up, so hyped up. You know, and the players have been feeding off of that. Every player is they're, has, has um, they're out playing Evan Mobley and Jared Allen. Like, there's no two ways around it. Yeah, I mean, they're putting up some points, but yeah, phys- the physicality, yeah. the defense, the block. I mean, he had eight points, eight rebounds. I'm sorry, one point eight rebounds, two assists, two steals, two blocks. Evan um, Mobley is just soft. He's he had soft. Those two, he had that. One, who did he block? Hartenstein. That was just a was great it, block on like a dunk. Yeah, somebody Mitch, Donovan Mitchell, them. I think. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, but when it, it, uh, you feel so good about either one of them in the game, I don't care who's in. Yeah. You feel real good. Wow. This feels so good. This feels so good, uh, man. Is this an actual voicemail wow. or is that a drop? <laughs> it's the this feels so good drop. Play the DJ voicemail that we have. I'm not even sure. Okay. I'm hoping he called in after a win. Well, I'm not sure. Yo, DJ here. This was the perfect home this was opener. After game three. This was the perfect home opener for us in this playoffs this year. This was the exactly the response we all have been waiting for. Sixty-seven points for the Cavaliers in game three. Wow. Awesome. Awesome guys. Um I'm especially proud of Archie Barrett's game tonight. Seventy-nine, uh, DJ. Seventy-nine. He gave an answer to all the questions we all Knicks fans have right now. Perfect team win, perfect hustle, perfect defense. And let's go for Sunday night or Sunday Sunday morning for you guys. Let's go Knicks. DJ. DJ out. DJ out. And how about RJ? at 79 upside down or something. Maybe. <laughs> and how about RJ not just having like one really good game he strung two back to back yeah you know and this was one better so than the bad, last the first two so bad and everybody was on him because yep. he i mean they des- he deserved it he was so bad but we know that's what rj does right like <sighs> and and he, there's he's a, somehow there, good it, he's somehow good when they like under pressure it makes no sense yeah. but they come home for games three and four and he finally wakes up and he has no fear no and the, the RJ fan inside all of us and inside everybody in the garden just erupts because they've been waiting to embrace this kid in a big moment. And he's had big moments, but they came at, you know, times in regular seasons to win a game here, to win a game there. But to do it on the grandest stage. How many RJ Barrett chants did we get today? There were a couple. Oh, right? there was a bunch. And there was uh, even the last game. But yeah, when he's at the free throw line uh, during the game, you know. And then just the, the eruption and, and still the eye of the tiger in this kid. He's still not satisfied. He still wants to do so much more. You know, everybody made it a point like um, after game three, how like, you know, again, no change in emotion at the presser, you know, very, very, you know, um, very, very monoco- monotone as usual. And again, he comes out and he puts on an even better show in game four. And then the same thing. He's, you know, he's still not not content. He wants more. I've been embarrassed that I bought an R.J. Barrett jersey, and I've been embarrassed to wear it like this whole season because mm-hmm. this has not been a great season for him. Correct. It was a step back, a big step back. Yes, but he's got that like fight and drive in him. It's 
especially to do it when he seems to do it when they need him to do it the most. You know, when no, when everyone else is struggling, like when, I mean, Jalen started off the game great, but in the second half, they started to shut him down. They started to frustrate him. He got sloppy. He was turning the ball over. That's part of why the Cavs came back and took the lead. But that was when RJ was like, fuck this. I'm going to put this team on, the, on my back for a little bit. And he started driving the ball more and more. And uh, there's something about him. I mean, I've always thought he should come off the bench because he sort of has that. He's able to do that when no one on the f else on the floor has it. But he was so good. Mm. So good. So good, man. <laughs> <sighs> Are we going to pull this out? Are we going to pull this out? Uh, the well, series? Well, let me... Uh, yeah. Hold on. Whoa. Hold on. I'm going to... Look. I want to play you something. This I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not claiming a, a win in Cleveland on Wednesday night. But yeah, they're going to pull this thing out. Let's let's go with let's hear what J, uh, Jalen Brunson had to say about that after the game. Oh yeah, heard this. That's my team's leader right there. We are up 3-1. That's crazy. Playing so-so. I know. See, All because, I mean, we have, I mean, who thought that we would we were getting this point guard who offensively, he literally looks like one of the best players in the NBA every night. His mid-range game is like, I know like that's become a lost art because they don't really want you shooting from there anymore. You know, it's either go to the hoop or, or shoot a three. But, like, whenever he launches a shot from over from that area, I'm pretty confident it's going in. Yeah. He could shake you whenever he wants. He's dancing all over the place. He's got the best. Was it today that, that Darius Garland fell flat on a – right? Oh, yeah, Wasn't when he shook him off, when he stepped back yeah. behind yeah. the three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. He is so elusive with that jab step and the pivot, like whenever he picks up his dribble yeah. around the paint, just and it doesn't matter who's in. on him. Yeah, he can he could just like duck up and under and get a clear shot, or he moves in and then he fades away. He has so many little moves around the basket. We were talking that, about that earlier in the season. We had him, but like just the way he's been showcasing it and the 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 efficiency at which he does it is amazingly impressive. And here's a guy entering his prime. And the Knicks have him under contract. You know, unbelievable uh, what he's done for this Knicks team and the position that he's putting this team in in the, in the next few years to come. It's crazy. The Mavs fucked up big time. He's a, he's a fucking superstar without being a superstar. Superstar in the like, making. But a lot of guys are like this, <laughs> right? Where they've been in the league for four years and then all of a sudden in year three or year four, they unlock something and they just start getting better and better. You never thought they were going to be this type of player. And then overnight, they become that player and they sustain that for the rest of their career. I mean, what we're witnessing with Jalen Brunson, you know, it's, it's just like the, you know, it's not even the, uh, I can't finish this statement because this happens to me all the time. <laughs> it's like the not the icing on the cake. Is it the icing on the cake? It's not the icing on the cake. It's not the top of the barrel. It's I, not the, even the the top of the barrel. I have no the cherry. Idea. The cherry on top. The cherry on. Top? We haven't even scratched the surface. There you go. That may, that's good. That was good. I think we maybe have scratched the surface, but I hear okay, what you're we're saying. just scratching the surface. <laughs> 
gently scratching it. But it's a thick surface. Are you doing news tonight, Blandy? I have uh, like three quick things. All right. Can you do you have uh, the current status on Giannis Antetokounmpo's health? In the news? No. Do you have it in anywhere in your head? Um, let me check. Can I get, get, get an update? Right now. Because that's a All very right. interesting series. <laughs> I'll get it right now. I mean, um, it, if we're we're in line to play if we win. If we win. If we win, whoever we're playing wins. Miami or Milwaukee. Miami's up whoever two wins to one. That series. Yeah, and Miami's up two to one. Giannis hasn't played and the remember, last. Remember, Tyler Harrow is out for the season. Right, and Giannis hasn't played the last two. Uh, Giannis. I mean, what do you do? You really. So do you care who we play? Yes, I would like to play Miami. Well, I'd rather play Miami. You kidding me? Of course. I don't know. I don't know if I'd rather play Miami. What are you fucking kidding? The Milwaukee's uh, the 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 pick to win the whole thing. (laughs) They're the favorites to win the entire. But I would rather lose to Milwaukee. No, are you out of your mind? I just don't know if I can deal with the stress of playing Miami. Craig, there's also I think eleven thousand dollars on the line for you. Is there not? There is. Yes. There is. So don't you want the clearest path to victory? <laughs> that path is through Miami. Are you out of your fucking mind? Well, I just don't feel... I never feel good playing Miami. Ever. You should, though. They played well, them well I mean, this listen, season. I, I don't either. I hear you. But, like, that's that's because of the 90s, man. You guys it's are not the out, 90s anymore. Craig, you're out of your mind. <laughs> yes, you want Miami. Miami, and I feel like we can I don't go want to have Unless there's no Giannis. Milwaukee. It is a mistake to say, I want Miami. It is a mistake. No. no I know it's a... You want retribution in the playoffs. mistake. If we get Miami, if we get through this round, I think we have a good chance of getting to the conference finals. If we were to play Milwaukee, we have no chance of getting to the conference finals. None. Zero. No way. Right. That's how I look at it. I agree. I don't know. With I mean, the healthy Giannis. So I don't know. I would take Josh uh, Giannis Hart is questionable Giannis. for tomorrow, Barry. All right, which means he's going to be healthy by the time the next series comes around if they make it through this series. So go Miami. All right, as painful as it might be for you to root for Miami, you have to in this in, in this case in this series. Come on. All no right, question. Lady, what do you got? <laughs> okay. I'm not. I don't even want to look ahead. I feel, I don't like. I really am nervous. I don't like jinxing anything. Three I, I respect that. Good. Um, all right, three quick things. Well, uh, four. Uh, Nick Nurse was let go by the Raptors, um, which was a little bit of a surprise uh, after five years, including that the title run um, that one year. I'm sure he'll get um, he'll get interest from other teams. I think was it Houston? I think Houston has some interest in him. Uh, Victor Aladipo suffered a season-ending injury for the heat, a torn patella tendon in his left knee. It's the third major uh, knee injury that he's had, I think, in the last four years. For the heat? Uh, so that, he's know. on the heat? Yeah. He's on the heat. So yeah. is he, was he a big part of their team? No, not really. I mean, yeah. I don't know about big, no. but now they've lost him and they've lost uh, Hero. So, I mean, uh, Victor Wembanyama has uh, officially declared for the NBA draft. I mean, that was just a, a formality, really. And the only other thing I wanted to, to bring up is just the the rash of uh, groin punches that we've had over the last couple of games, you know, with Harden punching Royce O'Neal in the in the nutsack and then uh, Dylan Brooks going after LeBron's jewels, um, which has been, you know, interesting because you don't usually see a move like that. And now to get two in a couple of games... Uh, neither one of them has been. Sus- I mean, Harden didn't get suspended for Game Four. Brooks will not be suspended for what 
he did for their game four. Um, did you see the clips of Embiid falling all over the place against Brooklyn? Did you see um, that on Twitter? No, he's no. a little bit of a flopper, though. Oh, my God. Somebody posted a video. Something like, if, if, if this is what your league MVP is doing, your league's in trouble. And he was just like falling all over the place. Right. Flop. It's funny. Did you, if you watch the, if you watch the Royce O'Neal one, if you notice James Harden hits him in the groin area and, but his head snaps back like he's Kennedy in the uh, Zapruder film. Like he had been hit in the head or something. It's it's the weirdest reaction. Gets hit in the balls and his head snaps back. So clearly, you know, you're doing whatever you can to get a a call from the ref. But like, dude, you're not even, you didn't get hit in the same general area of your body. That is a strange body body movement for when you get hit in the balls. You're supposed (laughs) to just like crumble to the ground. Right. When that happens. But that's, I'm sure there's, there's probably other stuff, but Whatever, I don't, I don't care. That's the way the basketball bounces. Thought you were gonna go with like a, that's the way the balls get punched. <laughs> Getting t- kind of testies out there on the court. Now. Oh. Yeah. All right, guys, that's gonna do it for today's show. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnextlife at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at hardnextlife. Barry at Barry Dworkin. Blandy at Blandy Hooper. And they can call us Barry. That's right. Where are these voicemails? 516-33-MESH-1. That's 516-336-3741. I think everyone's too happy to call to leave voicemails. Maybe. Could be it. Only call us when things are wrong. You got to throw that phone number out there on Twitter, like, immediately as soon as the game is over. To remind people. Didn't I? Did I not? Um, I don't know. I you wasn't did. on. I was. Uh, you did. You did. I was. I had I was a media so blackout. Happy. This is the happiest I've ever been in my life. Yeah, actually, you need to go to um, Hard Nick's Life on Twitter. Oh, I thought you were going to say you need to go to therapy. No, at Hard Nick's Life because there's a couple of beauties. I love when Craig, because Craig rarely posts videos of himself on there, but I love it when he does because it's hysterical. Uh, the singing, the 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 crazy babble. Uh, whatever, whatever it is that that's Craig in his pure Nick's height of fandom um, and excitement, um, where yeah. he doesn't even know what's coming out of his mouth. He just lets the camera roll, and you get a glimpse of that right on his uh, <laughs> happiest I've ever been. It's not because things are great in in my job, marriage, my kids are a pain in the ass. No, it's because the Knicks are fucking winning. That's right. <laughs> And I feel, and they're not just getting lucky out there. They're fucking a team. Yeah, yeah. It's a good sign. It's a good sign. Somebody um, put up a, I I was going to clip, actually I did clip it, but I didn't send it to you to to play because whatever, it was back in, on Christmas. On Christmas, um, the TNT guys brought up the Knicks and and Barkley was talking about the Knicks and Shaq said, you think if the Knicks play Cleveland in the playoffs, they got a shot to win the series? And they were like, hell no, absolutely not. No shot. Both Shaq was saying and Barkley was saying, you know, Kenny was trying to stick up for the Knicks a little bit, saying, "Give them time." They're, you know, they got Brunson now, yada yada yada. But they said there was no shot. You know what's disgusting? Stephen A. Smith, by the way, it's disgusting. Oh, oh because he's after the, back after on the, the Knicks bandwagon, dude. Yeah, well, before the game, before the game started, he was like, uh, I think, what was it? Jalen Rose was saying that he thought Donovan Mitchell would show up today at MSG and tie the series and then of course Stephen A is like Donovan Mitchell could score 40 points 
but he is not beating my Knicks today. We are going to take control of this series. He's been saying that actually all series. It's fucking sick, man. He said that two games ago. He said they were going to win the, the two games at the Garden. He was telling everybody. And everybody else was like, they're not winning both. And he said they're going to win game three, and then they're going to well, win listen, game four. When, Don't when give him credit. Well, he's he's excited, excited, when they're doing well, he's excited. When they suck, he says they suck. He's a fucking bandwagon fan. <laughs> he says they suck when they suck, and he's happy when they win. I mean, you know. Look at this. Look at this. Blandy coming to the defense of Steve. Two of us saying, sticking like, up for know. Stephen A. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and when they're trash, he says that they're trash and that they make him cry and throw up. And when they're good, he's, you know. He doesn't just him. talk when they're trash. So he, he was is flipping though, out we didn't get Donovan Mitchell. He, he, though, he, though, is somebody that truly, I believe, truly is a Nick fan, though. There are other people that claim to be. Uh, he, he, he's always said, even when they've been bad, and it pisses him off and it bothers him, but he's always he's always claimed to be a Knicks fan. I believe he is. He's like, there's lots of Knicks fans like that, though. Let's be honest. Yeah. I've got this one friend, CeeLo. Oh, where they go into hibernation. You mean. Yeah, they go into hibernation. They yeah. just think they suck. He, text, he texted me. Like, I only hear from him, like, when the playoffs come around. My friend, CeeLo. My friend, CeeLo. And he texted me after game two. Randall and RJ need to be off this team. They fucking suck. They suck. And then after this game, he's texting me, RJ, with exclamation points. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, but Randall sucks. It's like, dude, come on. And after game one, he was like, I can finally watch this team again. It's got a bunch of great guys. They're likable. They're great. It just changes every fucking game. All right, guys. Well, Wednesday, we have off until Wednesday. Much better being off until Wednesday at 3-1 than 2-2. Jeez. Oh, yes. All right, guys. Until next time, it is a hard. Knicks. Life. Next win. Next win. Next win. It's a hard Knicks life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.